winding through the streets of Monaco on the Riviera in Western Europe, race cars roar through the narrow course to the cheers of spectators lining each turn along the raceway. Welcome to Connections with Rich and Bobby. Hi, I'm Rich, Rich Homeris. And I'm Bobby, Bobby Hamlin. Now today, Dan and Armando Vargas are our guests. Now the Grand Prix of Monaco is a spectacular event in Europe. Just imagine if someone approached you and asked you to replicate an exact model layout of the entire raceway throughout the city of Monaco in all of its grandeur. Sound unlikely or even impossible? Well, not to Dan and Armando. Uh, why don't you explain this uh, whole scene that we're at and um, uh, some of the detail behind it? Uh, yes, um, it's been a pleasure to have you guys here. First of all, thank you for coming. And uh, this has to be seen in person to get the scope of it. So we wanted to show you what we went off the books, the historic books as references. And then uh, you could put all together, all the scenes, how we tried to capture the most important scenes. Yes, let me just say, it's breathtaking. You come in and you have no words. Uh, it's it's impossible to describe. Um, hopefully people will go to your website. It's www.imagesrr.com. That's all one word. Yes. So anyway, just to be here is breathtaking. It's enormous. It takes up uh, a whole balcony. Yes. First of all, can you explain what the venue is? Okay, the venue is of the uh, Monaco, the whole city with the Grand Prix involved. I'd say 1937 and 1960 is a circa. The buildings are historically modeled after the old ones that are no longer there. So it makes it very unique. It took a lot of uh, research uh, going through Google Maps to take overall top shots, historic books, and references that were brought to us from, you know, magazines and articles. So that's what we used to model off of, and then the rest was the skills. But the most important thing is when you see something like this, you ask yourself, how are you going to do this? You know, somebody's asking you to build something that's never been done before, and it was the inspiration of the Lord that blessed my brother and I. He helped us. He showed us everything, started coming together. The Holy Spirit just directed me what parts went here, what parts went there, and it just started to develop. So I wanted to acknowledge that that it, was, it couldn't have been done without him. Amen. Yes. And uh, Armando, as you started to take on this uh, project, when they said, I want you to build Monaco and the uh, race track and uh, all the details, did you kind of say, uh, wow, you got to be kidding? Or did you say, you know, Lord, help me and here we go? Well, it's very great you asked me that question because first of all you're starting one project but my brother and I have been doing this for 25 years so um, it's <laughs> that's uh, unthinkable <laughs> so um, the other project we did which we feel very proud of also we built Grand Central Station we just took it and looked at this okay this is smaller than Grand Central but it's, it has the same detail the same architecture we took piece by piece you know you got to you can't bite the whole thing off and you got to do it you know plan build do mock-up models work with the owner what he wants what's important to him so you know this is like somebody's dream so they want everything <laughs> now i should say that each one of these buildings it seems like is a work of art in itself yeah. and it's a whole city so you were explaining a little bit about 
how you actually had to build the building in order to get the perspective right and yeah. the and the facade right do you want to explain yes. that a little bit yes in the french architecture there's a lot of relief that means the depth of field that means that there's columns and the buildings have to look like you're stepping into them so i had to start from the back and work my way out so i built the back wall and then added to the front until i developed the column and i got the three-dimensional look and it required all types of materials yeah. I, w- I would like to step up and say that in this day and age, there's 3D printers, but we did try to go to a 3D printer. We actually, because we did the Disney display, and we went to his place, and he could not do this building with the 3D printer, and he had the largest one, and we contacted one in Oregon. They couldn't do it, so the Lord, first of all, but my father here, my dad was an architect, and my dad showed me how to do this when I was a kid, so now it came back to me, and then the Holy Spirit led me with all the experience I've had over the 25 years to build all these buildings. It's just, I can't say it in words, but it's such an honor to have the Lord to come through for anything that is in front of me. There's so much detail, like uh, what was mentioned, even the church where uh, Princess Grace was married. Can you share a little bit about that? Yes, that meant a lot to me because uh, it's a historic chapel or church, and it's really beautiful, the facade, the the towers, and... um, that was almost when we were finishing the project, I said, I have to put that in. It's in all the photographs. And then um, it was great. We had the honor to have the Prince of Monaco come over. And that was incredible. He's seen it in the video. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it was. If that ain't God, what is? I mean, first yes. of all, we acknowledge the Lord, but a special person like that is incredible. And he was such a humble person. And he was a Christian, too. It was beautiful to share with him. And that really meant a lot to me. This is his uh, city that he grew up in. What was his reaction? He was just blown away, you know. (laughs) He told me his father would take him and walk all the streets, and he could never imagine ever be resembled like when he was a kid. So when he came in here, he felt like he was a kid again, saying, that's what my father showed me. Now it looks like beautiful also, but this is the part of my life that I love. And I just really want to thank you guys for inviting me here and seeing something so beautiful. And God bless you guys. That must have been thrilling for Dan and Armando to have the Prince of Monaco and his family visit them to see their replica of this historic city that he grew up in. Yes, just amazing. And it was thrilling for us to see it as well. We'll return to our talk with Dan and Armando in just a moment. You're listening to Connections with Rich and Bobby, and we'd love to connect with you. You can friend us on Facebook, post on Instagram, or tweet us on Twitter. Also, you can email us at connect to the number two, Rich and Bobby, Bobby spelt with an I, at gmail.com. Now, let's return to the Model Speedway of Monaco and these master craftsmen, Dan and Armando Vargas. There is so much more detail, and it sounds like your families also had a little part in it. I don't know how much. My brother and I are twins, but we married sisters. Really? They're, they're very creative, and uh, they like scenery. So I asked them, because they know how to sew, I said, could you guys make the miniature sandbags? So they sewed little sandbags and put real sand in them, and they made the haystacks. And it was really neat because the details are what make everything. And sandbags, uh, what part of the raceway do they play? Well, during the race, they have to put those to protect the cars from, you know, a stopper, like a barrier. 
So they go around the entire raceway. Yeah, yeah most to protect the people yeah. and to protect the buildings and stuff. On another note, our wives at the beginning, before we had children, actually helped us build these projects. So they could actually physically build the trees, do the mountains, they could build the buildings, they could paint the buildings. But unfortunately now, because everything is different, we have to scratch build everything. Most of the buildings my brother and I do, but they love it also. But um, it's really a privilege to have somebody that also enjoys what we do, because if they didn't, they wouldn't accept all the hours we're not with them. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. And of course, when you're a Christian, you want to, well, work together as a family as much as possible. And there's different aspects to that, of course, with uh, raising children and so on. But to be able to create something together is really special. Yes, it is. It really makes a big difference. And uh, the enthusiasm, they're seeing the challenges in front of you and they're supporting you just give it your best and pray to the Lord. He's going to help you do it. Now, you mentioned that you build dreams for people and the person that you built this for, how was his reaction? This is uh, quite a dream uh, for that person. Oh, you know, it's such an honor. You know, Tom is a wonderful person. His family's beautiful. To be a part of somebody's life, it was so enjoyable. And after the project's done, you could see the friendship is still there, which is a blessing. That's the best part. Because sometimes you do business with people, and after it's over with, you never see him again. And it just shows how much love that we put into it for him. And he also appreciated to always welcome us back. All of our projects, we develop a friendship. And all of the people tell me, you know, we are very blessed to have you and your brother here in the time. My family and I just love you guys. You guys are more than welcome. You have an open invitation. Whenever you guys want to come, please don't be a stranger. Give us a call. We'll make time to sit down and enjoy and talk about the good times we had building the project. Oh, that's and, so and trying to put together Monaco, I, I'm sure that uh, Tom's been there before and knows every detail. The neat thing about Tom is he's a professional race car driver. and he, he had a chance to take these old vintage historic cars, which are incredible, and race them in Monaco. He's got photographs. It's a dream. Actually, it's a fantasy. Could you imagine getting an old Ferrari and taking it there and saying, I want to be like one of the vintage drivers and be but, around the track? And he had a chance to do all this fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, but not just driving, driving the car, the original car that raced in Monaco, and being able to, you know, have something like that at your, this, you know, that's a dream, you know, that's just incredible. You know, one thing that we should throw in here is everyone might not be familiar with Monaco and the race. So people who aren't familiar with racing might just think of Monaco the place and not understand what the race actually is. Could you explain that, please? Yeah, the Monaco is one of the other uh, four famous race circuits, and it's the most you know, the oldest historic race circuit. But anybody that knows cars knows Monaco. And it goes through the streets. <laughs> yeah, every, every every year there's races, and you can see them on TV, where they race now in Monaco. I, th I think maybe once a year, maybe twice. They do have the historic races, and they have the uh, the regular, you know, now Formula, one. Formula One racing. So you have an opportunity to see both of them, you know. But all in all, just share with our listeners, you're in the world, but not of the world. And so you've um, touched upon how you're able to uh, let your light so shine to glorify our Lord. Amen. Can you just talk a little bit about that? I would love to. I think that being a baby Christian, it takes a lifetime to be the full Christian. But I think being humble, quiet, being a good listener, and understanding that life isn't perfect, and you have to just give time and, you know, have a gentle spirit with people. Don't assume things because sometimes people are just having a bad day and after a couple of days they realize that they treated you a certain way. They come back and say, I'm sorry, you know, and it corrects everything, everything corrects itself. And of course, knowing that 
they could see the love that you generate and enthusiasm for what they're, you're doing for them, they really appreciate that too. Thank you, Armando. And how about you, Dan? Uh, could you talk a little bit more about how you were able to try to be a good witness while you're working on the project with the people that you're doing it for? I could see in their eyes how excited they are about what's being created, and I feel very personally involved that I don't want to let them down. I'm, I'm building their dream, so I have to go beyond business and love them that I want to put everything into it with my heart with the Lord's help to please them. This is my assignment from the Lord, and I wanted to come through. Uh-huh. And once in a while, you have a chance to actually specifically say to them mm-hmm. that you're depending on the Lord? I always say it like the Lord did it, everything. I'm so proud of me. I can't be held back. And they, if they accept it, they do. And if they don't, well, that's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I would just like to say one thing. When you spend a lot of time, you know, because these projects are quite big, two to five years, things happen, unfortunately. You know, people go through surgeries, people have issues. And, oh, yes, and then when they, that's the time that God opens a door and they say, you know, I'm going to have a surgery done and uh, I'm really scared. And that's when you say, hey, I got to step up and say, let my brother and I, can we pray with you? And then we open up and they say, oh, by all means, even though I don't know what faith they are, they let us pray and then everything works out like always. And that's God. They're both truly gifted of the Lord. And if you'd like to see what we're talking about and see some of their incredible projects, visit their website at imagesrr.com. Again, that's imagesrr.com. You'll be amazed. And if you'd like to see a YouTube version of our interview with Dan and Armando and scenes from our visit at this amazing replica of Monaco's Grand Prix, Just go to YouTube and visit our channel, Connections with Rich and Bobby. That's on YouTube at Connections with Rich and Bobby. You'll be impressed as we were. Also, if you've missed a program or to invite others to listen in, just go to our website at ConnectionsWithRichAndBobby.com. And as we mentioned, all of our contact information is there as well. Then, if you have a smart speaker... You can also listen to us there by simply saying, Alexa, Siri, or Hey Google, play the podcast Connections with Rich and Bobby. Also, you can listen to our program on Pandora. Then finally, you can connect with us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. So please take just a moment to let us know about you, as well as what you think about our program. This is Connections, connecting with one another as Romans 1 verse 12 says, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. So thank you for listening, and remember, tell others and spread the word, God's word. And don't forget to join us next time on Connections with Rich and Bobby.